Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now it's time to get to work. Well, Ian, I don't know if you brought any dynamite or, I don't know, um, some sort of apparatus that could cause any explosions, but it's time to blow up that damn carousel that we've been talking about for the last however many years here in Broncos country. Because 84. It's been 84 years. George Payton is a god, and apparently he was playing 3D chess while the rest of us were drooling over Aaron Rodgers, and he went out and traded for Russell Wilson. I... I uh, will I will eat my crow right now. I tweeted at Mike Kliss when he said maybe plan B should be Russell Wilson. I was like, unless he's not available because he probably isn't. Because we've said a million times that nobody trades away a franchise quarterback. Unless you're Pete Carroll. Apparently unless you're Pete Carroll. So blow up the carousel. Get Russell Wilson a jersey. I suppose he's probably going to wear number three. So make sure you, you clean it off. And I wonder if Rich Carlos is going to let him do it. Oh, I like that question because you know Drew Locke doesn't have a say in it because he's headed to Seattle. This is this has been a wonderful day. Can we just? It's been a wonderful day as we sit here and record. It's March eighth. It's a it's a Tuesday night. It's a night when we kind of actually decided we weren't going to record because there was going to be no news, and now here we are talking about the best news. It's just been an incredible day. I mean, it's been a long, long long, arduous, horrific 
six years. Yeah. And I don't want to say this trade makes up for it. No. But it's pretty damn close. It's, it's right there. Because this is an incredible day. It brought hope back to Broncos country. It brought legitimate 100% hope, excitement, enthusiasm. No more fool's gold. No more trying to convince us that Case Keesum and Joe Flacco are franchise quarterbacks. No more running it back with Drew Locke. No more Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch. No more Teddy Two Gloves. George Payton and Nathaniel Hackett got a franchise quarterback, a legitimate top-tier NFL quarterback that changes the face of the Broncos, the AFC West, the AFC, and the NFL. With this move, the Broncos are a legitimate contender now. It's, uh, you know, the fact that you're saying that it – it completely uh, changes the landscape of the NFL. It uh, it causes all of these major ripples. You know, the ripple effect is is massive here. And and one of the things that you you brought up that I love, and it's something that we have been talking about when it comes to our conversations around Aaron Rodgers. But I think it applies just the same to Russell Wilson. And the reason I say that is because the reports are that. For Russell Wilson, it was the Denver Broncos or bust. That with his no trade clause, he was essentially saying, I'm not going to go anywhere but here, which I think helps the Broncos in what they got and what they had to give up in compensation. But it also tells you that Russell Wales Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, he ain't scared. I'm going, I'm going full on, like I'm I, I'm so excited I'm changing accents. He's not went a in, little by you there. I did. I got a little by you there. Well, you know, you know, my folks are down in Florida right now. The old man's getting ready to head to the Everglades. Stay frosty down there. You don't want to have to run into any gators, but uh, especially Tim Tebow. But uh, <laughs> look at it. Even in a time like this, the change in landscape is because he's not afraid of the AFC West. And, you know, you can have the conversation about how great – Patrick Mahomes is and the Chiefs are always going to be in contention and the rising star that is Justin Herbert and I think we all sort of have seen how good he can be although even though he's young he still hasn't done it in the playoffs and so I guess we'll wait and see how that goes he didn't care Russell Wilson said that looks like a team I can compete on that looks like a team I can win with that's where I want to go that is that to me is maybe the biggest news that comes out of this is his belief in what he can do for this franchise, a franchise that quite frankly has been floundering, has been descending into irrelevancy for the last six years. We have been terrified that we would have to bust out paper bags that we would have to, you know, start talking to people about don't buy season tickets. You can, you can buy season tickets. You can get excited. The value of the franchise just went way up. I imagine what that's going to do for ownership and who's going to have to pay for it. And you can get, you can legitimately, as you have said, get excited about the future of this franchise because they are a legitimate contender. And I like that Russell Wilson looked at this team and said, I can compete with them and I don't care who the other quarterbacks are in the AFC West or in the AFC 
at large because you throw Josh Allen in there and and Burrow and and you know you know you've got some great quarterbacks in the AFC. Now you've got Russell Wilson in the AFC as well. That just raises the stakes and makes the game that much better. It still feels surreal. And I I mean I remember when I got the news, I legitimately closed Tweet Deck because everybody was like they turned into Eeyore. Well, what the hell are we going to do now? Aaron Rodgers is going back to Green Bay. I guess it looks like we're going to run it back with Drew Locke and potentially get Mitch Trubisky. So I legitimately closed TweetDeck, and I was just like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen. So I started editing a story for my job, and then I saw that the Mile High Report Slack was blowing up. I was like, well, what what what's going on? And I opened it up, looked at it, and I said, holy shit. Is this real? Beep. <laughs> and oh, it still feels that way. It does. It, it, I mean, after, I mean, it's, it's been six years and it feels so much longer than that. So to finally have this excitement back, it's like a resurgence. You mentioned the return to relevancy. They're now going to have two games a season against Patrick Mahomes in primetime football. I mean, the NFL and NBC would be dumb to not have both of those games on Sunday night football. There's going to be at least one against Justin Herbert and the Chargers. They're going to have the allotment of primetime games again. They're going to have the number one broadcasting teams of... Well, whoever it is, because those are starting to change, right? And Tony Romo, and now that uh, Troy Aikman's (laughs) apparently going to ESPN for Monday night football... It'll be interesting to see who fills in with Joe Buck on Fox, but you're going to get the top broadcasting teams again. We're not going to be dealing with the sixth and seventh string broadcast teams for CBS and Fox anymore. I really like that Andre Reed. Thank goodness for that. (laughs) It's just, I, I can't begin to describe how excited I am because the Broncos are back now. And the thing that makes me even more excited and the Broncos Reddit Twitter account tweeted this out. Russell Wilson is a Pat Bowlen Bronco. He is a legitimate Pat Bowlen Bronco as the, as the Reddit, the Broncos Reddit tweeted out. In addition to being an elite quarterback, Russell Wilson also has won the prestigious Walter Payton man of the year award for service off the field and he just received the 2022 Bart Star Award for character and leadership skills. So not only does he do it on the field, he does it off the field. So that is a Pat Bowen Bronco, but they have a franchise elite quarterback. Finally. It's a huge day. It's a huge day. And and honestly, if you think about it, and I tweeted it out, I tweeted out, uh, you know, the a gif of, of Morgan Freeman saying, I am God and said, this is George Payton and, and whatnot. And, and, you know, just sort of playing around with that. But if you think about what George Payton was able to do, and, and I, I talked about it kind of at the top here, and I still uh, am sort of, I'm marveling at what happened. I honestly believe this is where my head is at. I think that they were all in on both Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, that there was something there with both guys and that when it was no longer Aaron Rodgers, cause Rodgers made his decision or whatever, then George Payton was able, able to pivot 
and just go directly over to the Seahawks and say, here's the deal. This is what we're going to get done. And the deal itself is a solid deal for the Denver Broncos. Not so much for uh, the Seahawks, if you ask me. I think that the Seahawks might... um, might depend on how they they do with the draft picks that they get. And that's really how they'll have to measure this. But just looking at it from the surface, and I'm just going to run through uh, what Schefter tweeted out, and then sort of we can add into it here just from what I'm reading, just as a sort of a, a you know, what did they get? Well, the Broncos obviously got Russell Wilson. Uh, they also and got – And they got a fifth-round pick in the 2022 draft. While the – Seahawks get the Broncos' first-round pick, which is number nine this year, and their uh, first-round pick in 2023, which will more than likely be a glorified second-round pick. They also get the 2022 second-round pick, which is number 40 overall, and next year's 2023 second-round pick, which, again, will just be a glorified third-round pick. So all of that and a 2022 fifth-round pick to get Russell Wilson, plus the addition of Noah Fant, Drew Locke, and then the one that hurts a little bit, Shelby Harris. So those three players, of those three, Shelby Harris is the one that, to me, is the most most painful to part with because defensive line is a position that some people would say is of need for this Broncos team. But I'm willing to, and I know you are, uh, sacrifice a defensive lineman, a guy who we really like too. Shelby Harris has been a, a stalwart Bronco. He's been a he's been a Pat Bolin Bronco ever since he's been in Denver. You can part with him and and feel okay about it because you know that you're getting Russell Wilson in return. You can part with Drew Locke and Noah Fant, who were uh, drafted in the same draft, because you know you're getting Russell Wilson in return. All of this compensation is exactly what you are hoping for. You hope that you can kind of get rid of some guys that might be divisive within the community, right? I'm tired of having to talk about Drew Locke and whether or not he needs more time or more seasoning or or, or just more snaps or whatever. I'm done with him. I'm tired of talking about the sexiest Bronco Noah Fant because who cares? He hasn't been able to produce. So to me, this trade is a huge win for the Broncos on a number of levels, not just because you get Russell Wilson, which is the obvious reason, but because the compensation to me isn't that isn't that great. The the draft picks, yeah, I, I think we just saw the Los Angeles Rams didn't need draft picks, so why would the Denver Broncos? And they actually still have draft picks. They still have a second-round pick. They still have two third-round picks. They still have two fourth-round picks. They still have a fifth-round pick. That's enough ammo that if George Payton sees an offensive tackle start to drop in the first round, a right tackle, which is one of the things that still needs to be shored up, George Payton has the ammo to still move up and get that right tackle. So he still has draft picks. He still has five picks within the top 115. Still not having a first round pick. Can we can we just pause here and just say that George Payton is a god? Like it just he's a foot he's a football. They just won an award, the Denver Broncos scouting team or whatever, and George Payton. They just won an award for last year's best draft. They just won an award because they had the best draft in the NFL last year. 
And here we are talking about the fact that they just brought in Russell Wilson. And as you said, they still have plenty of picks in this year's draft that they can go and make a difference and get things done. It's incredible. And the other thing that it does, and I tweeted this out, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. This makes the Broncos a very attractive destination for free agents, but also possible buyers. Because now you have a franchise quarterback that is going to make people flock to Mile High Stadium. Broncos country has not been going to Mile High. There have been empty seats the last few years. That's not going to happen anymore. But on top of that, the Broncos still have $26 million in cap space, according to Sport Track. The, and they'll probably rework Russell Wilson's contract because he's going to want to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks. But the fact that he's 33, which makes him a better quarterback right now for this team than Aaron Rodgers, given the age, they can rework his contract and make it work through the entirety of what the next eight to 10 years so that they can still be competitive, which is not what the Seattle Seahawks have been since they extended Russell Wilson after his rookie, his rookie deal in Seattle. That's what's made them unable to compete is they haven't been able to manage the cap on top of Pete Carroll still living in the 1940s where he thinks that he can just run the football and create and play great defense. Okay. Good luck with that. Yeah. This I, is, I, this is huge. <laughs> I mean, this really is huge. And to give you an idea, this is crazy to me. I, I, those who listen know that I, I cover the, the gambling industry. I, I cover and talk about sports betting. Obviously, the odds shifted after the Aaron Rodgers news. The Broncos were around plus 2,000, plus 2,000, plus 2,200. After the Rodgers news, they dipped to plus 3,000 oh, at most at most sports books. I didn't know now, that. <laughs> now, with Russell Wilson at DraftKings, and most of the books are going to have the same odds, the Broncos are plus 1,200. Only the Bills, Chiefs, Packers, and Rams, four teams have better odds than the Broncos. They're tied with the 49ers. The Broncos have better odds than Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals right now. Look, I in the Super Bowl. I got a bet in, was it was it a, about a month and a half ago? I threw a bet down on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. I think it was right after the Super Bowl, just for fun. I just put a dollar down on them and they were at plus twenty two hundred. And I didn't know that they had dipped to plus 3,000. I would have thrown another dollar down on them to win the Super Bowl after the Rodgers news if I'd been paying attention. But then I got swallowed up by the Russell Wilson news. But now my money's in, and I could cash out and make money on that deal if I really wanted to. That $1 bet could turn into $1.22. So, you know, really working the system here. What's up, what else is fascinating is they're the third favorite to win the AFC behind the Bills and the Chiefs. And they're now right behind the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC West. The Chiefs are plus, 20, uh, plus 120 at DraftKings. The Broncos are plus 200. So literally right there with the Chiefs. And I think that's the other big thing. 
the Broncos finally have a quarterback that can end this first streak to the Chiefs. Yeah, I and, and I, I'm going to go ahead and just do it now. I'm going to say it, and you can yell at me all you want. The Broncos will beat the Chiefs in 2022. They just will. Oh, yeah. They it's, will. It's going to happen. I, I, I think they're going to win both. I, I will go out on a limb and say they're going to win both now, games. Now, now, that's really going out on a limb. I was just going to take the one victory just because I wanted to, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, not be too out on a limb. But let's do it. Let's do it. Season sweep. As long as they don't play Kansas City in Kansas City in December. Let's, that's, the, that's the thing we'll look I, for. I, I'll, I'll still go out. I, I, I like I, it. I'm feeling emboldened. I like Russell it. Russell Wilson, I. Uh, I, I'm feeling it. I'm feel they're going to go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs in December. I hope Arrowhead. so. I hope so. And 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 here's here's the best part about that. What you know is going to be happening, and this was the thing that we'd been talking about for the last few years: meaningful football in December. And the Broncos actually in the 2021 season they did play meaningful football in December. Like if you're being honest and you're looking at it, they did still have a shot going into December, even though it was a long shot at the playoffs. They were always, you know, when you watch ESPN or NFL Network or whatever, and they always have the the in-the-hunt teams, the Broncos were on that list for a lot longer than a lot of us thought they would be. Until Drew Locke came in and played. Drew Locke came in and played, and things kind of ended there. But they're not going to be a team that just is stuck in the hunt anymore. This is a team that is going to be literally competing for a division title, for a conference title, for a Super Bowl title. That is what we have been hoping for. That is what we've been waiting for. It is been, it's a difficult journey. I think the one thing that we will uh, be able to take away from this as fans is it's hard to find a franchise quarterback. And it's hard to uh, you know be a franchise that is looking for that quarterback that can come in and save the day. And if you're lucky and you hit in the draft, like some teams, like the Bengals seem to have done, or the Chargers might have done, or the Chiefs obviously did. If you hit in the draft, that's huge, and that's great, but it's very rare. And the Broncos have sort of made a, a, I don't know, they've made their meal here in going out and getting quarterbacks at this point. And it worked out really well with Peyton Manning. It didn't work out so well after Peyton Manning. And then it seems like this is that next iteration of franchise quarterback coming to Denver to finish his career. And hopefully, which is what we're hoping for, finish his career on a high note with a few Super Bowls. That is the goal. And honestly, and here's here's the other thing I will say to this, and I don't want to belittle Peyton Manning's time in Denver, but... Russell Wilson, with the amount of time that he could play in Denver, has the opportunity to surpass Peyton Manning as like the new guy in a way that is different than what Peyton Manning did with John Elway. I think I think Peyton Manning for the younger generation is is much more important to the Denver Broncos than John Elway is. Whereas John Elway is to us very important because he's the quarterback of our youth. Russell Wilson. If he plays 8, 10, 12 seasons in Denver, which he could do, like you said, 33 years old, and he walks away with, let's say, two Super Bowls, I, I think he walks away from the Denver Broncos as the guy who replaces Peyton Manning as that guy right? that we all look to. Instead of saying PFM, we'll say RFW, that kind of thing. Because the, <laughs> I had to think about that for a second, too, because I'm like, it's not RFM because it's the F... The F doesn't change, but the other ones do. That's I had to switch that around. I got a little slow there. But 
That to me is a really interesting sort of side story to this, that we might be talking about that as he's nearing the end of his career as is Russell Wilson more important to the Denver Broncos than Peyton Manning was. We might have that conversation. I hope we are having that conversation in eight to 10 years because it means things went right. And I'm going to throw something else out. I was on the Irish NFL show. I will be very surprised if a certain edge rusher doesn't find his way back to Broncos country. And I get it. There are insiders saying that, oh, they're they're not interested. Trust me, they're interested. The guy who just came from the Super Bowl winning defense coached him, knows what he can do, saw the impact he can have. And on his Instagram, Von Miller was with Russell Wilson on Tuesday. And Von Miller tweeted he wants to roll it back to the 5280. Like, he, I think he said, I kind of want to run it back in the 5280. I think he knew something was up, yes, on Monday when he tweeted that. I will be very surprised if Von Miller is not with the Denver Broncos in 2022. And can you imagine George Payton getting the draft picks that he got for Von Miller, sending Von Miller to the Rams? He wins a Super Bowl, turns around uses those draft picks or some of them to ship to Seattle to get Russell Wilson and then re-signs Von Miller. It would be similar to, and there are some people who listen to this that won't get this, but it will be similar to what the Yankees did with Aroldis Chapman because the Yankees sent Aroldis Chapman to the Cubs and they got Glaber Torres in return and some draft other draft picks and, and things like that. Then after the 2016 World Series when the Cubs won because of Aroldis Chapman, the Yankees re-signed Aroldis Chapman, and they had Aroldis Chapman and Glaber Torres, and I have many friends who are Cubs fans out here in the Chicagoland area who are very, very, very upset about all of that because they wish they had Glaber Torres, although I don't know if they do right now. He was a little bit not so great, and who cares because baseball is not even going to play this year. It's ridiculous, but I don't care about that because we got Russell Wilson, baby. And I will add that. You know what else this does? You mentioned Chicago. Oh, this oh. ends the oh man i wish they would have drafted justin fields talk from a year ago it it puts to bed the well it's harder to find franchise cornerbacks than quarterbacks because george payton called his shot and went and got it listen and <laughs> i i mean it's still surreal i still cannot believe i still feel like i'm someone's going to tell me this is a bad joke like Drew Locke is going to fail his physical. Thank goodness there isn't many mental acuity in his physical because it'd probably fail. Yeah, I I don't know luckily, what's going on here. Luckily with that, I, I mean, I just feel like at some point this is going to be like, really, it's been six years. Is this finally over? I mean, are we not going to have to see this blasted quarterback carousel on TV graphics anymore. Like I said, blow it up. Bring your dynamite. We're going to blow that thing up. We're going to blow it sky high. There's going to be carousel parts flying in the air. I think I would love to see, and I don't know if there's anybody out there who, who goes to tailgates for the Broncos. I would love to see a video of somebody at the season opener, the season home opener, blowing up an actual carousel in the parking lot with different quarterbacks on there, like with the, all of the different quarterbacks since Peyton Manning. Would that not be... 
like one of the greatest videos ever to watch. I, I know I won't be there. I've, you know, it's, it's, it's the, it's a hard time of year for me to get to Denver and all that good stuff. But somebody, please, if you're listening and you're going to go to the game, start building a, like it could be a cardboard carousel. It doesn't have to be real. Just build a carousel, put some quarterbacks with the different numbers and names on the back of their jerseys, and then just blow that thing up, blow it up for all of us. We all need it blown up because that has been, that has been the thing that it's, it's the drinking game. As soon as you see that carousel, everybody drink. They showed the carousel. And now we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about death by inches. We don't have to worry about, you know, he's in his prime. We're not shaking any more trees. We're not, we don't have to do any of that stuff anymore. Apparently now all we have to worry about is Tugalicious. Is that really, I, I can, we haven't talked about that. Can I just ask you a question? Hackett said that it's a, it's a, a Tugalicious. He called the touchdown a Tugalicious. And I think that sounds weird. I, I was not okay with that that phrase. It th- there is some innuendo going on with that, and I I don't know. I mean, if they if they if they can get a lot of if they can get a lot of tugalicious, I'm all for it. I I think the offense is going to be Blake Street bomber esque, only Ooh. shifting from Coors Field to Empower Field at Mile High because this offense is going to be really, really fun. And the fact that George Payton didn't have to give up any of his young stars, Jerry Judy, Pat Sertan, Javante Williams, Justin Simmons, he didn't have to give up any of those pieces. And he still has Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Albert Akwaeg Bunam, Javante Williams. This offense is going to be really, really good. And keep in mind, Nathaniel Hackett was a huge reason Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back Super Bowls. That offense is now going to be what Russell Wilson uses. You mean MVPs? He didn't win back-to-back. I'm with you. Yeah, MVPs. We're just so excited. It's yeah, just so I can't much even think straight. We can't think straight, and I, I think I usually can't us... think straight, anyways. But now at least I'm excited about it. <laughs> The, the not being able to think straight was usually from anger before. Now it's from elation. It's kind of a, a weird ride of a roller coaster. And and you, you, you bring up a really good point. When you look at what Russell Wilson is able to do and the weapons that he has and the fact that George Payton, again, we, I keep going back to this, the fact that George Payton appears to have worked this out in a way that none of us could see last year that I think he could see and, and I respect that. I respect the fact that he clearly had a vision for what he wanted to do with the Denver Broncos. And his statement about, uh, you know, harder to find a franchise cornerback than quarterback, I, I think he actually had already found his franchise quarterback. I think he knew what was going on. He had maybe not a, an exact knowledge of what was going to happen, but he had the inclination that if he was patient and waited a year, that maybe he gets Aaron Rodgers or maybe he gets somebody else, but it'll be somebody else good. And I guarantee he knew that there was probably uh, some trepidation going on in Seattle with Russell Wilson. All of the rumblings and the thought that maybe Russell Wilson would get traded to Chicago last year, that all of my friends out here in the Chicagoland area, the Bears fans' friends who were super excited about, we're going to get Russell Wilson. They didn't get Russell Wilson. They got Justin Fields, and I think that they're – they're fine with that, but I, there's a little bit of consternation in their in their messages about. Gosh, I think they would have preferred to have Russell Wilson, or maybe they wouldn't. They don't really know. Bears fans don't know how to feel. Broncos fans, on the other hand, do. 
And it's because George Payton, again, is playing a different, he's playing a different game than the rest of us. He's looking at the board differently. He's looking at his moves differently. And I think he knew he was going to be able to make this happen a year later. And he was patient. He was patient. He kept the weapons that he knew he was going to need to give whichever quarterback he got the ability to be successful. And you brought up all of those offensive weapons and you look at that and you go, this is a team that's ready to win. They People have been saying it for over a year. A quarterback away, a quarterback away, a quarterback away. We've been saying it over and over and over again. Whether or not that's correct is remains to be seen, I suppose. But if, if you can't look at what is going on in Denver right now and get excited as a member of Broncos country, I don't know. I think maybe you're just still in that shocked phase of – you know, you've just you're you've been so far down because of how terrible it's been that you're struggling to find the positivity. And honestly, I don't know how you could do that. I mean, Russell Wilson is legitimately an elite franchise quarterback, and I I still can't believe it. But I I'm giddy. I I'm excited to be a Broncos fan again. And I'm I'm excited to see what they do now in free agency because they have a quarterback where players are going to be like Peyton Manning. I mean, Peyton Manning was one of the huge reasons DeMarcus Ware, Aqib Tlaib, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, T.J. Ward. He's a huge – Peyton Manning was a huge reason why – Darian Stewart. They, yeah. was a huge reason they mm-hmm. wanted to come here. It's and true. now they have that again. Because Russell Wilson. <laughs> because is, Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's really nothing else to say. I mean, and the other interesting aspect of this is, like I said, the ownership scenario. I mean, if you are on the fence about buy, buying the Broncos, you have a franchise quarterback now. If I, I saw a report on one of the local Denver stations where they said this may make some owners – who wanted a fresh start think twice. Well, first off, if that's how a business if if that's how a person with that kind of money is thinking, I don't want them anywhere near the Broncos because you have a franchise quarterback now who is going to make your franchise a destination spot for other players is going to make them excited is going to fill the stands is going to help businesses around mile high stadium on game day how, how do you argue with that? How do you argue with that? You, you, I mean, you're absolutely right. I think ownership ends up, uh, you're, I'm not going to say they have to pay double now, but it feels like that would make sense. What, however many billions of dollars the Broncos are worth before the Russell Wilson trade, they're, they're worth at least one more now, at least one more, because what you're buying is almost a finished product. And that, I think that's the point you're getting at. You, you look at the Denver Broncos and you look at what they've done over the course of the last six seasons and you go, Ugh, I don't want that. But then you look at what George Payton has done since taking over as the general manager, as the person who's, who's putting the team together. And you look at what he did in acquiring Russell Wilson. And what you see is a product that if you're going to buy the Denver Broncos, you're going to buy a franchise that can compete right now. You don't have to rebuild. You don't have to come in and blow it up. It's already been set for you. You're good to go. You just get to pump your cash into the team, sit back, and watch them win. 
And that's all you have to do. So to me, this is this is the perfect scenario for an owner to be able to come in and just buy the team and not have to make any major changes. You know, you get rid of Joe Ellis and you move on from from John Elway, who is who is uh, his time in Denver is clearly run out, and you accept that George Payton is the guy who's putting together the football team. Russell Wilson is going to lead you to multiple playoffs and multiple playoff wins and potentially Super Bowls. And you just get to enjoy being the owner of that particular franchise. That's a huge deal in buying a franchise as well. It's going to make owners feel better about it. I don't know why it would chase anyone away. That to me is insane. Well, the other thing that it does is it puts to bed the, well, I wonder what would have happened had John Elway liked smaller quarterbacks because (laughs) now that's put to bed because now the quarterback that John Elway should have taken in the draft that he took Brock Osweiler, George Payton made up for that mistake by trading for Russell Wilson. So thank you, George Payton for the making us help forget the myriad mistakes of John Elway the last seven years. You know what else this does? I know that there's, we could just do this. We could go round and round and round and you know what else this does. And you know what else this does. You know what else this does? It does a couple of things. One, it sort of makes us forget that the Broncos did cut Deshaun Hamilton. So I just want to mention that so that we can get that out there. And two, (laughs) exactly. And two, it also takes away Aaron Rodgers thunder. And I remember I was watching, uh, I was watching TV and I think, I, I think I had around the horn on or no, what's the PTI. I, I had pardon the interruption on because I just was looking, I was just, I just wanted to see somebody talk about the Broncos. Like that's all I wanted. And Mike Wilbon said something to me that I thought was perfect. He said that nobody cares about Aaron Rodgers and what, what he decided to do anymore because the Broncos traded for Russell Wilson. It completely steals Aaron Rodgers' thunder. And quite frankly, what thunder was it? Did Aaron Rodgers go anywhere? No, he didn't. He didn't change teams. All they said was, well, he's going to come back and play and we're going to get him a new contract. That's great. Get him a new contract. There's no news there. I don't care. Russell Wilson stole all of his thunder and stealing thunder is just a wonderful thing here and is now the Broncos quarterback and Aaron Rodgers misses out on that big attention grabbing day. And I'm not necessarily saying that Aaron Rodgers wanted all that attention. I think that yes, was more he did. I think there was a lot of media driven stuff going on there. No, Aaron Rodgers but, wanted that. But attention. he liked that everybody was talking about him and that everybody wanted to know what oh, yeah. he was going to do. And the second everybody knew what he was going to do, George Payton said, "Great, send me Russell Wilson." And at, I don't know if that was on purpose, but I'm going to I'm going to act like it was and give Peyton the benefit of the doubt because that is some grade A trolling and I love it. And the other aspect of it, you talk about watching TV. I was watching NFL Network and I put this in our MHR Slack. I thought it was the cherry on top. Not only did Russell Wilson and George Peyton steal the thunder of Aaron Rodgers, one of the games the NFL Network showed was the Seattle Seahawks playoff NFC championship come from behind win against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I thought that was just the chef's kiss of trolling to an epic level. Like, here, you narcissist, you want the attention? Here you go. Look, you've been topped again by Russell Wilson. It's wonderful. It's a great day in Broncos country. I I, I don't think there's really anything, you know, I, I will be curious to, to see 
in the future, and we've talked about what this will look like in the future, three, four, five years from now, evaluating this trade. If you look back in Broncos country history, the Broncos history of trades, the greatest trade in Broncos history was when the Broncos traded for John Elway. I, I don't think there's any question about that. It was franchise altering. It changed the trajectory of the entire state of Colorado, let alone the Denver Broncos. That was huge. You could argue that Champ Bailey being traded for was was maybe two or three. Uh, Gary Zimmer, uh, Zimmerman, I'd say Gary Zimmer. That's that's probably two or three. Those two you can probably mix and match in, in that one. So those are your top three trades in Broncos history. This trade here for Russell Wilson has the opportunity probably not to overtake the Elway trade. That's that's a whole different ball of wax, but. If the Broncos win more than two Super Bowls, you might be able to make the argument that it does. Uh, but it, it could certainly vie for the number two or number three spot for sure, depending on what happens. So that'll be an interesting discussion moving forward as well. Where does this trade fall when it's all said and done on the greatest trades in Broncos history? And in more immediate, the more immediate future is what it does for free agency because the league year starts a week from Monday, it, it starts on that 14th. So the, the legal tampering period, which is an oxymoron, it's like controlling your own destiny, doesn't make any sense, needs to go away. But this changes the trajectory of the Broncos in free agency because they still have $26 million in cap space before any restructures or extensions or whatever it is that Peyton and the Broncos do with with Russell Wilson's contract. Now they can look at offensive linemen. They're an attractive spot now for a right tackle for an edge, but I think they got the edge because I think Von Miller is coming back. Here's a potential Mike linebacker who just got released by the Seattle Seahawks, Bobby Wagner. I don't care what, I don't care what defense he plays in. That guy is incredible. Put him in the middle of the Broncos defense. Yeah. Yes, please. So I, I don't know if they'll go that route, but it this changes the trajectory of this franchise. A day ago, no one had any idea what was going to happen with the Broncos. 24 hours later, as we sit here, there's excitement, there's enthusiasm, there's hope. There is a legitimate football team that can win games, compete for the division, compete for the AFC, compete for a Super Bowl. Oh, Broncos. You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.